This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Wednesday. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's News Podcast. Residents in East Cork opposed to plans to run the cable for the €1 billion Euro Celtic interconnector project past their homes are calling on Airgrid to take a cautionary approach. We spoke to locals on Breakfast News this morning. Residents opposed to plans to run the cable for the €1 billion Euro Celtic interconnector project past their homes outside Middleton are calling on the Taoiseach to support them. The Churchtown North and Roxburgh Residents Committee said they're concerned about the health impacts of long-term exposure to electromagnetic fields and want Airgrid to divert the underground cable away from their homes. The World Health Organization says low-level exposure to electromagnetic fields is not harmful to health. However, the group argue that recent research is showing evidence that long-term exposure can cause certain types of cancers and dementia. Speaking to Red FM News, Mark Douglas from the Churchtown North Interconnector Group says they want Airgrid to take a cautionary approach. Now this is what um, the government just did recently with the AstraZeneca vaccine. They said, look, you know, there's conflicting evidence, there's a kind potential that this could be risk so we're going to stop giving out the AstraZeneca until we know more information. That's what we're asking for. We're saying look, there's sufficient doubt that there may be uh, a connection here. So reroute it somewhere where there's no housing. And this is the point. Because we're rural, there's a couple of options that they could use which would not include housing. There'd be no housing at all. It's just farmland or greenway. The Taoiseach is to meet the HSE and the Vaccine Task Force later to discuss altering the country's COVID-19 vaccine programme. The rollout of injections has been hit with a delay to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and changes to the use of AstraZeneca. We spoke to the Environment Minister Eamon Ryan, who's confident the vaccine programme will remain on schedule. The Environment Minister is confident the vaccine timetable can remain on track despite the latest setbacks. Health officials are meeting the Taoiseach this morning to discuss issues with the Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca vaccines. Their concerns, the latest developments over rare blood clots could delay the government's plans to have 80% of adults vaccinated by June. But speaking on his way into Cabinet this morning, Eamon Ryan was confident things will remain on schedule. We've meeting this morning with Paul Reid and uh, his team and... I'm confident they've shown real ability to be flexible. They've had to be. Uh, several times through this vaccine rollout, they've had to heed medical advice, take their time, get it right. So I'm confident they'll be able to do that. And um, hopefully we'll still be on the time scale we set for this summer. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sports, and Liverpool will be hoping for another of those magical European nights at Anfield as they look to progress to the Champions League semi-finals. The Reds are 3-1 down to Real Madrid heading into tonight's quarter-final second leg on Merseyside. Liverpool are set to be without their injured captain, Jordan Henderson, while Madrid skipper Sergio Ramos has been ruled out after contracting COVID-19. Jurgen Klopp's side overturned a 3-1 deficit against Barcelona two years ago on their way to lifting the Champions League trophy. However, the Liverpool boss says there's no guarantee history will repeat itself, especially considering COVID-19 restrictions. We cannot just take comebacks for granted, especially not without a crowd in the stadium. So, And we have to create our own atmosphere again for this game, and we will, we will do.
kickoff tonight is at 8. Elsewhere, Manchester City bring a 2 in advantage to Borussia Dortmund. Former City attacker Jaden Sancho misses out for Dortmund with a thigh injury. That also kicks off at 8 o'clock. In Rugby Ireland's Six Nations game against France this weekend remains in the balance. Government officials are discussing potential exemptions which would allow elite athletes to enter the country without requiring to quarantine on arrival. Minister for Sport Jack Chambers says they're operating on a case-by-case basis with Ireland scheduled to host France at Donnybrook on Saturday. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. It's been a while since I last spoke to Dr. John Sheehan, Blackpool Bridge Surgery, former Lord Mayor of Cork. He was very helpful to us in the early days of COVID. And here we are again, um, you know, well past the first anniversary at this stage. And he joins me by phone. John, good morning. Morning, Neil. We have passed a million shots, not individuals, some people have got the second dose, but we're over a million now. Um, and AstraZeneca is causing worry, isn't it? I mean, in layman's terms, what's going on? It is. Um, there's a, fight, a small association with clotting uh, with it. The, the risk is about four in a million. So to put that in context, that's less than a flight to Australia. It's way less than, say, someone who's on the contraceptive pill, someone who smokes and about over a thousand times less than if someone actually got COVID. So the risk is actually very low, but there is a risk there. And Four in a million, is it four in a million of getting a clot or four in a million of dying? Four in a million of getting a clot. But the problem with it is the clot seems to occur in young people. Um, and it, it happens in places where they normally, normally get a clot in their legs and their lower extremities. These thoughts seem to be happening um, higher up in the face and other areas, which usually don't, don't present with thoughts. And because of that, and it seems to happen in younger people, they think it's due to the fact that younger people seem to have a more um, active immune response to the vaccine. And they think that's what's happening. So that's why they changed the recommendations yesterday not to be giving it under the age of 60 and to give it uh, between 60 and 70. We're currently giving the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines to the over 70s. So that's the logic to giving it. It's not like that they're saying, oh, this vaccine doesn't work. It does work. It works quite well. But it's just a balance of risks. Okay, okay. So we've learned that. It's estimated that the rare events occur in in between four and 10 people in every one million. And of the four in a million one in a million may die. Is it a bit of a knee-jerk reaction when you look at numbers like that? It is, I suppose it's a cautionary principle because this is the biggest vaccination programme ever and it's all happening so fast. The fear is that if this is a warning sign of something happening, now is the time to act rather than go ahead and then suddenly discover, no, this was way worse than we thought. So I think that's the, the, the logic behind it. As Karina Buckley, who's head of the immunisation committee, said, if we didn't have any other vaccines, we will be flowing ahead with this. But because we have other vaccines, it makes sense to start to streamline and reduce down the risk for people. Okay, but there was 14,000 of them due to being given today and all of those claims. I assume Parky Cueve is closed today, is it? Or is it just closed to Astra? It is. I don't know whether they might be giving some Pfizer vaccines. So, so for instance, in CIT or in MTU, 
uh, when they were doing the clinics, they were giving some Pfizer vaccine. So unless they're giving some Pfizer vaccine there, but I'd imagine it's nearly all AstraZeneca. So if they're giving AstraZeneca, they're not giving it today. So, so then, a lot of people would have cancelled. Yeah, and that and they're the texts I'm getting from people. So the people who are being cancelled now would have been those who are getting AstraZeneca today. Just drill into over 60s as opposed to under 60s, those with underlying health conditions and those not. That That's where it gets confusing for me. What are they saying? It does, yeah. So if you're over 60, they're going to go ahead with the AstraZeneca. If you're under 60 and you have a high-risk condition and you've already... So, so, so the difficult needle applies. People have already got one dose. Should they get the second dose? And they're saying yes. For those people who are high-risk who've already got one dose, they should get their second dose. The other group then are people under 60 who aren't high-risk who've got one dose. These would be like healthcare workers and, you know, people working in uh, residential facilities and people like that. They're delaying that until 16 weeks rather than 12 weeks. And the logic of that is that there's a number of big studies currently underway and they feel they have a lot more information in that extra few, uh, by delaying it by a few weeks. So that's the logic behind that. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily.